I'm Tyson Seifert, Moss Muggity, Porker Foster, and Greg Hoskins. And this is the Meat Sweats Podcast. Today we have two fantastic guests. We have Garrett Woody Wood. Say hi, Garrett. Hello. And we have EJ Hine. <laughs> hey. All right. So starting off, I think Porker has our first dog of the week this week. Okay, I don't know how this is really possible, but Chandler managed to sell three cars in the middle of a blizzard. Why? So. Dog. Dog. Absolute dog. Yeah. Goes out to our one and only Chan, who unfortunately, Chandler being, couldn't make it today. Breaks my heart. All right, boss. All right, so to answer last question's question of the week, what was... Last week. Or last, question. whatever. The, your uh, least favorite Christmas song. Personally, for me, it is uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, man. I just said, like, growing up, Cartoon Network always played it, so it was never, like, never stopping. You always heard Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I'm like, there, she got to move. And then uh, we have an answer from Val, and she said, Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Right, Garrett, what about you? Some old dude with a beard kissing your mom, I mean... Something about that, I didn't realize it. It was the dad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the dad. dad. Yeah, it's the dad. Oh. He's not actually kissing wow. Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. You guys had a revelation. Yeah. I like Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer, too. That's I don't like that song at it's all. It's too much. EJ? I don't know. I like most Christmas music, so it just puts you in like a good mood. So mm. Anything that's slow. Anything that's slow. Okay. Uh, little Drummer Boy. Mm. I stole that one from, I think, Shay, so... Oh, yeah. Shout out Shay. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care for uh, Santa Baby. Mm-hmm. Any song that involves a woman trying to get something from Santa in a sultry <laughs> manner just really bothers me. Seems weird. Yeah, it's like, so hurry down my chip. <laughs> it's a little too, a little too aggressive. A little I'm saucy. Just, I'm just like, this is an unpopular opinion. I don't really like any Christmas music. I'm just not a big Christmas music guy. Really it's just not my No joy. <laughs> I, I need to switch mine because I copied Mosmo and I'll revert. I like the song Christmas Shoes, but it is so sad. It gets me in no Christmas spirit. Never heard that one before. Me neither. I wouldn't. Let's do it. All right, boys. This is the question we ask all our guests. You got to eat meat. Do you grill it or do you smoke it? <laughs> Mm, it depends on what it is, like a brisket or ribs smoking. If it's a steak, I'm a grill guy, but as of recent, I'm a cast iron pan with butter and then yeah. put it in the oven guy with a steak. That's what I'm talking about. You have about. smoked steak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never have. That sounds good. It's, just, it's the same thing, basically. It just I mean, takes yeah. longer. Yeah. Do, like, instead of like a charcoal, they have those like big fire pits where you actually cook it with some wood, yeah. a hickory wood yeah. or something. That's good. I don't feel like I'm necessarily qualified to answer this question because I'm in college and like the only thing I'm grilling is cheese and, <laughs> and the only time I want to smoke is with Chandler so yeah, EJ eats ground beef and rice three meals a day every day he had chicken and rice today oh it was chicken? it was ground beef alright so first question of the day goes to Woody so just tell us about yourself what do you do who are you? Where are you from? All right. My name's Garrett Wood. I'm 24. I'm from Moore, Oklahoma. I'm a fireman. That's about it. Are you married? I am married. Good, Tyson. Good, because my wife is going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. I got you, Hannah. Don't worry. Yep. That's yeah. Well, shit. Um... That's one. That's one. Oh. Fuck, we can't say <laughs> Son of a bitch, what happens when I smoke? Three. 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 Alright, I'll go get Alright, Massimo's gonna go get the smelling salts. <laughs> While we're waiting. Wait, it's more than three, right? This is no. a good time no, oh. to introduce our drinks of the week. Oh gosh, I don't oh, yeah, we almost, this we almost missed that. Alright. So what we've got is the Naruto Shippuden <laughs> Performance Edition, or Limited Edition. Is that a curse word? G Fuel. <laughs> what? Shippuden? <laughs> no, because it, it's not. It's, Japanese. All right. Oh. We're going to open yeah. with this one. It's got a nice lemony smell to it. Lemon. Lime. Ooh. 
What's the mouthfeel? Uh, sparkly? High in tannins, I heard. Um, honestly, it kind of tastes like Sunny D that's been carbonated. Ooh. Mm. I like Sunny D. It's got a... But, or maybe yeah. key lime pie? Yep. Yeah, it's got like a definite like... The other one we had was key lime pie. Remember? Like, uh, oh, you gotta rate it. Rate it. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give that one a 6 out of 10, just because I'm not really a big key lime pie guy. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you up like a 6-2. Like, I can't see myself buying yeah, that. What six, are you rating it? 6 decimal zero. I'm probably giving it, giving it a five. I'm off on y'all. Like, it's real citrusy to me, and I don't like citrus. I kind of like it. I, I toss it like a, like a 6.9 out of 10. There you go. Perfect. Was that strategic? 6.9? I think it oh. was. <laughs> <laughs> the next one that we've got is a hop tea. It's a sparkling hop tea, the really hoppy one. Uh, Non-alcoholic, made with black tea. Butter. I do like that one. I'm trying to figure out what it oh, reminds Lord. me of. No. I've had something that tastes just like this. Yeah, before. like it, it tastes, tastes like, like something beer. I've had before. Like I'm giving it a, a 7.3. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Uh, it tastes like... that. It doesn't taste like beer. It tastes. It smells like beer, but it doesn't it does taste smell, like beer. It smells like an amber. Like a, no, like it doesn't, some, doesn't taste like an amber, though. No, that's what I'm saying. But it smells like a dark something like that. Like, it's not alcohol. Correct. Yeah. That is not something I would ever drink. <laughs> I'm gonna give that one a seven decimal three. I'm gonna give it a two. Oh, wow! Oh, I love it. Oh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm with Tyson. It's something it, it's, it does kind of taste beery tea to me, yeah. but sparkling. I feel like it just makes me burger. Yeah, yeah I give it. A, I'll give it a. That's not good. I'll give it a four, three. Sorry, hop tea. You're supposed to give a decimal. Point zero. Four point two zero. Yeah, it smells like a good beer. Like, yeah. Man, I'm in a good mood. USC just lost. Have have to put that in there. I feel like the, the more I, I drink this, the more I would like it. I'm giving it. No dice. Can't find them. Oh, I know where they're at, but. A seven point six. We'll put a video on the Instagram of EJ smelling smelling salts. All right, Moss. If you like tea, tea and beer, it's for you. Both. Yep. All right, I'll try the G Fuel first. That's not very good. I'm gonna give that a four. Whoa! Yeah, we were, Parker's the only one who liked that. Tasted more like a beer than I thought for the hop tea, <laughs> real hoppy one. Give it a six. Is that your idea? You were inverse. Did you get that? Most people yeah. rated this one it's higher. Really? Yeah. You might have just changed my life. I just didn't think it I was. Like yeah. I'm still gonna drink it, but like I just didn't like it. Yeah. All right, EJ, finish telling us about yourself. Man. And stop swearing. My name is Elijah James Hine. I'm 19. I go to the University of Oklahoma. I am majoring in mechanical engineering, and hopefully I graduate with a bachelor's in mechanical engineering. Smart guy. Um, You're going to graduate some come loudly. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fake laugh and act like I know what that means. Um, I work out at Coda Norman CrossFit, and I've started to coach here, and that's about all I do. Okay. What other certificate do you have for coaching? <laughs> well, you see, the only certificate I have is none of them. Is <laughs> a, 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 a license? A, I am signed up CDP. for a level one. Yeah, I have a CDP because that counts for something. Yeah. TBD2, to be determined. <laughs> I don't care for that. Really? I well, he's going to be a semifinals athlete this year, so. I don't know about that. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's talk about some hobbies. What's some hobbies you do? I'm big into hobbies, and they're all expensive. Uh, <laughs> hunting, golfing. Those are my two main big ones, both expensive. I used to like fishing, but when I go in, I'm like all in. And that's a problem. But right now, I'd say hunting and golfing are too big. Sorry. And obviously working out. How often do you golf? So it's a, it's bad. I'll start golfing probably here in March. And I'll probably golf one to two times a week, sometimes more, up until September-ish. And that rolls right into hunting season. And then hunting mm -hmm. season rolls right back into golfing. It's just a bad it's cycle I got perfect. going. Perfect. <laughs> what about pickleball? Ooh, pickleball. Oh, yeah. I put... I like sports, all sports too. That's a big hobby. Side note, like any sport, I'm down. Garrett Wood is the best pickleballer here yeah, at Coda. Toby. Toby and Johnson. all of the Codas. <laughs> yeah. 
Shoot. Right. My hobbies, um, working out, uh, eating, watching football. That's about it. He's a simple man. I'm a simple man. Simple pleasures. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't have the money to have expensive hobbies. <laughs> I got it. Okay. <laughs> I saw you on Snapchat. So. Uh, how did you guys get into CrossFit? What brought you into the door? You want me to take that one first? Yeah. I'm, first makes me nervous. Man. Um, I was young. I don't know how old I was, but my parents got into CrossFit at the local YMCA back in old McPherson, oh, Kansas. Wait, and they, they had CrossFit at the YMCA? Mm-hmm. This was like That's 20... Dope. Are we ripping beers? 13. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm not ripping beers. <laughs> there you go. Um, 2013, probably. And, like, I would do, like, the kids' class. And it was all dumbbells and whatever. And then it was the last event of the CrossFit Games that year. The Cinco's, where Rich Froning just murdered everyone. And I'm like, that's sweet. I want to do that. And so then I, like, go into the rabbit hole of watching every single CrossFit video that's on YouTube. Like, Rich Froning was the guy for me, watching all that stuff. And then uh, it would have been sixth grade. I got a barbell as my Christmas gift. Oh, man. And then started piecing together the home gym, just watching as many videos as I could, trying to, I don't know, get better at the sport. So EJ's a homegrown athlete. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. How many times have you watched uh, Rich and James Hobart uh, do Fantasyland? And then follow-up question – um, were you clothed or not? <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time I was clothed. After that, uh, <laughs> I'm going to pass on answering the rest of that question. But, man, that is an OG one right there. Leading up to the 2014 games there in Rich's garage, mm-hmm. just doing heavy thrusters, chest to bar, and the heavy thruster muscle up. That sounds terrible. Goated. Goated. There's so many classic Rich Froning workout videos. Okay. I feel like everyone has like that one person like they find like when you first get into CrossFit that you just like mm-hmm. love to watch their YouTube videos. Yeah, it's weird because it's just like a video of people working out, but you still watch it. What about you? What yeah, you- uh, I got into CrossFit. Well, I've been like following the scene probably since 2014. Never did it until I guess I signed up here a year and a half ago. So figure out what date that is. But I was watching it and I always thought it was super cool to compete and it was something that you could do after your competing athletic career was over. So after that was over, uh, stopped playing athletics. My friend brought me to Coda and that was my first class because I was always scared that I would suck. Who brought you to Coda? Fleece. uh, Parker was coaching my first class. Oh, really? Yeah. But he brought me here and I was scared of sucking and of the price because I knew it was expensive. But he brought me here. I loved it. I thought about it for like a week started and i've loved it ever since and i've like like i said i was on the scene but now doing it you have an appreciation like golf when you watch golf you're like okay but then when you play it you appreciate what they're doing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean you watch anything you're like i can do that and then you go to actually try to do it and you're like oh this is way harder than i thought it was gonna be yeah me and ty have always said like we need to pitch to the crossfit games to like let me and ty come to the games and do the workouts with the game, wait, so like you can just see what two average dudes look like doing these workouts. Yeah, I know we had like an argument about this in the past about like well, I don't know if it was an argument. I think we kind of all agreed, but that's like part of the reason that CrossFit might not be as big as people think it should be because like it doesn't necessarily get the amount of respect because like there's so many just like random dudes who played high school football. They're like, oh, if I spent three hours a day working out, then I could do that too. But it's like, uh. Maybe not. Nope. <laughs> I mean, especially yeah. for like the women too. I mean, you see some of these women who are just can lift anything. You know, just crazy amounts of weight, and it's intimidating to be like, well, she has abs, traps, and just looks like an animal. Yeah. And you know, an average female coming in the gym is like, that's not me. Yeah. Or like, I can't do a pull up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And their demo team is the people that are just underneath that didn't make it into the games. So yeah. Yeah. Like a spot. Like. Yeah. Really good at doing CrossFit. So like this like is Chandler good. Smith, and you're like, this dude's built like a Greek god. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, past games athlete, so yeah. still like. And to Tyson's point, like even doing it, last year was my first Open, but doing it for like eight months before the Open, like you watch the first Open release, and it's like, 
I'm not going to do what Noah Olsen does, but I could probably hang, and you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, rationalizing it in your mind. You're like, well, well he, may not do quite as fast as him, I, but I'm going to be close. He broke, <laughs> he broke at this point. I yeah. should probably yeah. do the same. I think my favorite part about that workout is we all watched you here at the gym. Noah got, like, 11 rounds. Pat got, like, 12. And Brisky goes... Yeah, I'd be happy if I got 10. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I love you, Risky, but no. <laughs> I love that. Humanity. I couldn't yes. see in the open this year. That was fun. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Garrett, like, just for the listeners, so you can visualize this, Garrett, like, sat down against the rig in the middle of the Fran workout. And I was like, Garrett, get back up with the bar. He's like, I can't see the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're blind. I'm like, I've never seen someone. I can't hear you, I'm blind. <laughs> we also drink a half a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> I'm blind. During the uh, deadlift workout, he would gag at the top of every rep. <laughs> He'd be like, that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I couldn't see. Like, I didn't go blind, blind, but I was gagging so so much that I was just cry, like hysterically crying because I couldn't stop gagging. Oh yeah, Garrett was hurting. I will say, watching the two of you do the open, Tyson over here smacking the crap out of your his own face, slapping, bang, bang, bang. I was, I was, and then you got like, one, yeah, but then you got like one thruster out of it. You, like, <laughs> you were red on the face, palm print on there, and then you got a thruster, and you're like. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you know what the most, the most frustrating thing about the Open is? is like, you'll have all your friends there, and they're, like, yelling at you, but they'll, like, try to coach you and, like, tell you, like, what you can do better. And you're like, this is not the time for that. You're like, I am dying right now. Like, Make sure you get full extent. I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. Be like, use your legs. I'm like, I'm fighting for my life right now. Like, no. uh, uh, all right. Yeah. Competition Tyson. Different yeah. animal. Yeah. Like, uh, Cupid Tyson Power Queen. the best version of Tyson. I hit a PR every competition. All right, so this first question is for Woody. So what benefits do you see in your job as a fireman from CrossFit, like now versus like how you were before you did CrossFit? You were like Globo Gym working out. Oh, probably like cliche everything. Because uh, CrossFit, like you say Globo Gym and stuff, but you're going to hit all those like Globo Gym. You're not going to do bicep curls but you'll be doing pull-ups and stuff and crossfit being functional is our job that is our job being functional and the cardio aspect of being functional with it helps tremendously because when you're in a fire like you can see somebody who's in shape and not in shape but then you can also see somebody who's like in shape compared to me who does this crossfit and you'll work circles around them and but yeah, ev- literally everything. Because when you pick, like picking people up is a big part of our job or lifting heavy things because the fire service makes things like a chainsaw and then realizes it's for the fire service and puts 30 pounds on it for no reason. Uh, so picking things up awkwardly is not good at all. But doing CrossFit and stuff and having functional fitness and a stronger back is going to help you even in those awkward situations to not get hurt because leading cause of injuries, medical outs, or deaths in the fire services, heart attack, which obviously working out is going to help you, and then back injuries. So yep. Every, uh, everything. I mean, this is probably the perfect thing for our job. Matt Chan, the original hey, cross yeah. firefighter. And he is a beast, yeah. and he's got cool tattoos. Yes, he does. <laughs> he has the best tattoos. Okay, EJ, what do you want to do after you graduate college? Oh, man, phenomenal question. Uh, if I knew, I'd tell you. Uh, I picked mechanical <laughs> engineering because I always liked like the math side, the physics side of school. But I picked mechanical part of it because it's the most broad. Like you can do like HVAC, you can go into aerospace stuff, you can go to oil and gas. So pretty much whatever pays the most money is what I want to do. Astronaut, after. he's gonna be an astronaut. Yes, so take me. You take me to Mars. <laughs> Oh, I gotta add on. I gotta add on to me, and I won't do this ever again because I think this is my second time adding on. But I think about stuff, and everyone here knows like my mind just goes. The only rule here is the three cuss words rule. But like CrossFit also like lets you know your heart rate and gives you a lot of body awareness, which you Mm -hmm. get from sports and stuff. But especially like that heart rate, because when that sucker like you know when you're gonna hit a red line, and you can dial that back if you're doing your job, whereas some people can't dial it back, and then they're laid out. Yeah, then you become a liability. Yeah, then everyone makes fun of you. So knowing that body awareness of like, okay, I'm getting there. But fire service is not the place, like, if you want sympathy for, like, going down. And, like, you'll, like, see someone go down in the yard and, like, everyone's staring at him, like, 
man, this guy. Like, <laughs> they don't like ridicule him for months on end. All right, so this question next is for both of you guys. What goals do you both have for your future in CrossFit slash fitness? Me, you see these people. I got 24, I'm about to be 25, and the people who are hitting, you know, 30, 40, 45, I'm still going to be working, uh, God willing, in the fire service. And they say, like, not to stop playing or stop being active, and they get out of shape and let themselves go. And you don't think that's going to be you, but it is people who were studs back in the day. So I think my goal for CrossFit Fitness and everything is just to stay healthy, stay in shape, and then I would, like, you know, here in the next couple of years, it would be cool to qualify for quarterfinals, which if you're not in the CrossFit atmosphere, that's not a huge deal, but that is a goal I've set for myself. But just to keep doing it and staying fit. I mean, you look at guys like JT. Like, that dude's been doing it for forever. And, you know, I mean, he's not old, but he's older than all of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks like a freaking stud, and he's, you know, healthy. I mean, so. you know what JT stands for? Jacked and tan. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you see these people that are like us in their mid-20s, 30s, and then when they're 40, they're gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I don't want to be that guy. And then you have the guys like Scotty B, who was on this podcast, if you listen. Like, he found it later in life, and now he's like, yeah. I'm in better shape now. He's than younger now. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. All right, EJ, what about you? Um, I'm not, like, a super, like, goal person. I just kind of take it one day at a time, keep having fun with it, so... As long as I'm still getting better and having fun, that's the only thing I'm really worried about. So your goal is to have fun. Pretty much. Yeah, I like it. In a roundabout way, have fun. <laughs> Type two fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys have kind of alluded to uh, who you like watching, but who are your favorite like CrossFit athletes? You can do male or female, or you can do both. It's fine by me. Well, I, for one, am a huge Brooke Wells fan. And then on the guy side. <laughs> What's your favorite attribute of her? Um, Let's not go down that rabbit hole. That's I'm just not, uh, really proud of her comeback this uh, past year. That's that, what I. That actually was amazing. Yeah, yeah. nuts. Nuts. Um, <laughs> on the guy side, uh, it's hard not to be a Matt fan. Like, he just took over the space for six years, and everything you'd hear out of his mouth was about how he wanted to destroy the competition. It's like hard not to like that guy, but right now, people still going. Hard not to be a Vellner fan. He just keeps it real. And then, oldie but a goodie. I mean, Josh Bridges is just a oh, dog. Yeah. Like the best. His knee is like bone on bone. He can't lock out his elbow anymore, but he's still down there just posting videos of himself doing eighty-five pound dumbbell bench and toast bar, just paying the man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely love it. He's the CrossFit David Goggins. I mean, I yes. Think, yes. If you ask this question, someone says Josh Bridges. Oh, wow. I thought that'd be an underrated If one. not multiple. But I think man. he's been brought up every podcast. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, most people yeah. get introduced to CrossFit by Rich or Josh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they're YouTube videos. Like, yeah. like, you stumble across them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Josh Bridges guy, too. I love him. He is awesome. But I like, like, Cole Sager... Uh, Rich Froning. I just like people with athletic backgrounds that are actually good at athletics. Cole Sager was yeah. a D1 football player. Rich Froning, stud baseball player. I can't know. I don't know if he played college baseball, but he, I know he got offers. He played for like a year at Tech, right? Yeah. Or, or not Tennessee Tech. He played where he went after. I think a year or so. Well, I like people like that because like – some of these other people, Maderos, he's pretty athletic too, but you see people trying to like do stuff like in their YouTube video, shoot a basketball or something, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> You're fit, but you are not good he's at wrestling. anything but fit. I feel like uh, baseball players are like disproportionately like good at picking up other sports. Ben Smith is a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Like like just like like in general, like yeah. in life. Like freaking Garrett with pickleball. Like this guy just was a baseball balling. player. Balling. Yeah, like we have another guy that we work with the same way. He was a baseball player and like, he can just pick up any sport. We're playing soccer. Like, he played baseball that has nothing to do with your feet, really. And he can, like, pick up a yeah. soccer ball and just be good at it. And I'm like, that's well, freaking not picking it up because that's handball. Well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, were you there whenever me and Shannon were having this conversation the other day? And I was saying that I think yes. baseball players are the most – they don't have, like, the highest athletic ability compared to some mm-hmm. sports, but, like – Overall, I think they're the most athletic because exactly what you're saying. They're built like their ability to pick up anything yeah. and do it is better than any other sport. I think. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because it's like nothing against baseball, but I, I feel like 
like the movements you're gonna do are relatively like you're staying in like a realm of like you're Unless it goes outside of the realm, and that's a whole well, run. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. But you know what I mean? Like, you're doing it's the body same. body control, hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Like, I mean, those guys in LB, they're, like, making jump, run, throw across their body. I being guess able that's to put that yeah. on ball, like. It's just not the hardest sport. Yeah, no, no. I mean. <laughs> I think the hand-eye coordination. <laughs> saying. I think hand-eye coordination puts you in a, in any sport can have it. But baseball, like hitting a baseball, is I think one of the hardest things to do in sports and having I mean, that it is like the success rate is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And like having that elite hand-eye coordination goes with every single sport. If you fail seven out of 10 times, you're one of the best hitters in the league. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of yeah. Famer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it. You have to use a stick and then you also have to use your hands. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just one dimension. There's multiple dimensions to it. Yeah. Tough to master. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and I guess I'd like to see that compared to like other sports like hockey, lacrosse, or things like that, where there's also hand-eye coordination. Like, I mean, fall, like even if you watch hockey, watching a tiny little puck on the ice just go back and forth all over the place it, while on skates. I mean, that's yeah. that's wild. I wish yeah. more sports you could just duke it out like you can in hockey. That's what I was going to say. You're never going to stop the gloves. I'm never going to play pickleball with a hockey player because I don't want my shirt over my head. Yeah. Why do you have any teeth? <laughs> well, the fact that they also, like, if they want to get in a fight, they'll be like, do you want to go? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, they're it's just, like, like, always down. Or there's, like, an enforcer on the team, and it's like, uh, I don't know about that guy. Yeah, a little bit off. Like, yeah. It is pretty funny. Like, send him in. Go fight. That's yeah. your job. Yeah. Do it. Because yeah, you get, like, after you fight, you get, like, sent to the, what do they call it? Like, the penalty box, box for yeah, a couple minutes. Yeah. yeah. Five minutes. It's Five if minutes. you lose, right? Five minutes in the box. If you lose the fight, you get sent to the box. No, you get sent to the box. Oh, that'd be way cool. That would be, yeah. That'd be way cool. Whoever, whoever's like on the ground just gets dragged to the box. <laughs> like, their technique is awesome. Like, because they like grab, they know, they like pre plan, watch film what their punching arm is. So, like, if EJ's is his right, they grab him right here so he can't throw around. It's over. It's over. <laughs> oh like, God. it's insane. That's hilarious. Don't fight a hockey player, dude. <laughs> Glad to know. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to change this question a little bit. So, EJ. If you could eat more of one food than anyone, what do you think it would be? Most of them. <laughs> oh. like you I, had to pick one. Like you were like going into an eating competition, you could pick what food it was. What would you? Pick? You know what? So is it one on one here? It, it, it'd be one on five. All right. Let's say it's a county fair and five of you are lined up. Scenario. All lined up. and you're I am. Yeah. I am so confident in myself. I'll let someone else pick. I'll beat them at their own game. Ooh, I do not fear Gosh. it one bit. And here comes Chestnut with the hot dogs. And, the- <laughs> <laughs> well, and EJ ate his words. I lost. <laughs> I, lost. I really feel like could out-eat you. No. And Massimo. No. I think it depends on the food and what it is. Well, Parker's I think ripping like-, like 27 Chick-fil-A sandwiches right now, so... I think if it's like spicy food, I think I have a really Oh, yeah, spicy. Um, um, I guess I should pick my own food then. Something that you wouldn't like. Maybe like boneless wings. Chicken nuggets. I love boneless wings. Oh, uh, chicken nuggets. Yeah. I don't even like them spicy. Like, dude, I'm such a puss when it comes to spicy. I get the honey. That's got to be a custard. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be a custard. I get that's right the line. Right honey the line. barbecue wings at Chick fil A. Or I mean, at Chick fil A at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, and I'll be like sweating. Oh, I, I, I don't hang that's with spicy at all. Are you, are you the kind of guy you get like a sparkling water with spicy water? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spicy. Spicy. He needs some milk. <laughs> yeah. I think I might be the uh, the most underrated eater here. I mean, I weighed a hundred. That was impressive. I'll say this: I weighed 160 pounds in June. Right now, I weigh 185. Yes, so, you're 19 years old. Thank you. Yes. It doesn't a just chat. happen like that. It's all gonna catch yeah. up with you one day. <laughs> He's just gonna walk into the gym. He's like, I, got, Joey G. I got diabetes. Clean and jerking 700 pounds. <laughs> yeah. All right, Garrett, what, what about, about you? Where you pick oh, sweet over savory. If I was like, hey, you have to do, uh, I don't know, like you said, chicken nuggets or donuts. Are you picking chicken nuggets every time? Not Both. 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 <laughs> Both. 
Yeah. It's hard to pick one. Just donuts in one hand, oh, nuggets in the other. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a phenomenal day. In a donut, Don't fear it. Do not fear it. Donuts would be rough. You just feel so miserable oh, after all. Oh, and then the poop in that you. All right, Garrett. What about you? I feel like my two that I think I could win. Everybody thinks I can win. Cereal, I feel like I can eat an unreasonable Ooh, amount of cereal. Like and I feel like I can eat an unreasonable amount of pizza. Like a large pizza, if I'm hungry, is gone. Deleted. Yeah. I've never tried to do more because why would you have two large pieces? <laughs> but like a large pizza is gone. And then cereal boxes, gone. Like, Family like size like cereal, cereal boxes. By, by one itself or like you put in milk, milk in it? Milk, milk. Like cereal and milk. on the couch just dry. Hey. Hey, you know who does that? Who? My weird roommate. I don't know. Bring him up in this podcast. That should <laughs> surprise you. Yeah. Should not surprise you. That's a cuss word, technically. Couch, <laughs> a half gallon of milk in one hand and a box of dry Cheerios in the other. Just Cheerios milk. Cheerios milk. Dude, I'm <laughs> serious. Like we. Yeah, what's your go-to cereals? Ooh. Can tell you a lot about a person. Reese's, like, I don't know if they're called Reese's Cups. Or Reese's Puffs. Yeah. Reese's Puffs, Honeycomb. Oh. And, oh, man. There's good While you're cereals. thinking, i got a honeycomb hat for you. Before you put the milk in, drizzle a little bit of syrup on top. Right. Really? Game changer. Uh, I'm in. Dude, game changer. Personally, uh, uh, grams. Depending cereal. on what time, what I'm in, like Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Captain Crunch, but like we don't have cereal at home, like because the family size box is gone. If I'm home two days in a row, it's just gone. <laughs> Fruit Loops were always my go-to. I love Fruit Loops. I'm in on Fruit Loops. Yeah. It's a staple. Like, Those, or, uh, what was the Fruit Pebbles? What was the other one that was like shaped uh, just like Fruit? Oh, um, uh, Apple Jacks. Ooh, oh, oh Apple Jacks yeah, are yeah, good. Yeah. I go Apple Jacks over oh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch every day. I love Cinnamon I'm hot take. You, yeah, good job. Those are the ones like you get in an email. almost feel like you have like a wax coating on your yeah. mouth. You're like, this can't be healthy. Cereal <laughs> 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 produces the best milk. Oh, cinnamon Cocoa crunch. Puffs. Yeah, Cocoa Puffs. Co- yeah, I can see that. Chocolate milk. Yep. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Crunch, I agree. There's like Archadas or something. Yeah, Somebody help me out. Orchada. That's it. Like, yeah. that is like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They have it at Onkyu. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like, milk as a drink. Honestly, Fruit Loops is good. That's for I think Kirby. if I'm just picking a cereal, I'm Raisin Bran. Yeah. What? <laughs> Dude, off the top ropes. <laughs> Boom. Raisins are like, you know, it's a natural dessert. Multi-grain Cheerios too. I love them. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, Cheerios. Strawberry like. milkshake. There's like a strawberry milkshake Cheerios. Those are good. Yeah. Dude, I like Honey Nut Cheerios. Nut. What is it? The blueberry, um, the wheat ones. Frosted mini wheats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Those are good. That's a game. Story. I like always strategically, like when I eat those, I'll put the frosting side down. So yes. like the frosting hits your tongue, so yeah. you're not getting like bland wheat. Mm. Bland yeah. It's so weird how people do that. I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever ate an Oreo without taking off one of the two sides. Absolutely. Doing the same thing. Me no, personally. You gotta, gotta make sure you actually load it. Take though. the fork and stab the, the cream and then dip it. I mean, dunk here. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay, this is the weirdest thing. Maybe you could tell me why this happens. You have to hold it in longer if you do that than with, if you dunk it with your hand. That is a lie. No, I swear. Like, we could double blind test this. <laughs> if you go, 10, if you go 15, seconds, 15 seconds with your hand in, it'll be soggier, like better, than if you go 15 seconds, like, Soggy. dunking it with the fork. Have you ever done it with the lie. fork and you, like, pull your fork out and there's no Oreo on it? <laughs> no! This is the saddest day of my life. <laughs> that was the last Oreo. Yeah. Oh, sorry. God, sleeping on the job. Yeah. I have no idea where that, why that happens. But. You ever take a double stuff Oreos and break them apart and make quadruple stuff? <laughs> yeah. <on the> <laughs> you just keep stuffing them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I love sweets. Mango The Oreo. Christmas zebra cakes. Oh, whatever those are. I'm turn so it up, Woody. The, <laughs> oh, Christmas. Brownies, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh, cosmic brownies are amazing. Uh, yeah. Seven-layer cookies all the way. There's a homeland that I'm about to go. 
go to as it's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we're, we're getting off the rails a little bit here, but I'm fine with that. Uh, if you had to write about a book about one thing here, what would it be? And then you, you too, EJ, this book here is going first. Oh, no. I should have read these questions. <laughs> uh, write a book. Anything. Hunting, because I feel like I can blabber on about that the most. Yeah. Mm. I could write a book about hunting, and people that don't hunt wouldn't know if it's true or not, and I can just give my opinions. What would you title it? In the Woods with Wood. Oh. <laughs> Spicy. Nice. Nice. That's good. Would you include anecdotes? Like Personal stories, stories about what you've done, and then overall, like, I found that this worked better than... Yes, for sure. You'd have to add that in. I think part... Chapter one Parker, I think everyone here hunts. Uh, you can... Not EJ. Not EJ. The more you're in the woods, the more, like, crazy things you see. Like, not just off the walls, but, like, this year, I had never seen really rut activity, like, physically with my eyes. Yeah, you see scrapes and stuff like that or whatever. But I was walking through the woods and walked within, like, 40 yards. I have a video on my phone I can show you all of... A buck breeding a doe. It's mm-hmm. so like no red activity to, wow, they're doing that right I, there. I thought you were going to say like two bucks just smashing heads, but I, I wish. Yeah, that works yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything besides that. Yeah, I mean, I saw good chasing this year. Yeah. There you go. You said chasing. Sure. Yeah. It's like sometimes you see the craziest stuff. Yeah. Like not scary or anything, but like you walk up, yeah. it's like a deer staring at you, and you're like, oh, you're 10 yards away. <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> I mean, especially in like, in like the drop of a hat, you could like, sit for three hours and you're like please god just let me see one doe and i will be happy and i can go home and then like you see a doe and then you're like oh wait i want to see something else and then like all of a sudden like you're seeing bucks chasing does you're like what is happening it's just like you're almost like frustrated then because you like can't move you're like my side hurts so bad now i need to shift but they're like yeah you move and they're just like on point like looking at you yeah that's insane too. Like if you're like leaned over and you're not in the right position, you're like, oh wow, yeah. they're right there. How am I going to get here, here, yeah. and drop yeah. back? Yeah, you're like, my gun is sitting across my lap right now. This is yeah. not good. Man, hard to beat that answer, especially the title. Phenomenal. If I um, if I get a chapter in your book, I want to title Morning Wood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got um, it. I'm not that knowledgeable on a lot of stuff, so. Have you heard of the book, like, 100 Days of Rejection? I have not. So this guy, he um, graduated from somewhere, like, super smart, like MIT or something, and always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but never was able to get himself to do that because he was always scared of failure. So what he did was 100 days straight, he would try and fail at something or get rejected for doing something. So then they, as it went on, like, he would just get progressively bigger and bigger and bigger on what he'd fail at to the point where he would be, like, walking down Main Street, going to the store, and be in, like, a bikini and go and ask the store owner if he could have their store. Like, something just so stupid like that. I, like, I want an experience for my book, and then I'd write about it. That's yeah. awesome, yeah. Probably the dumbest book of all time, but it'd be a fun 100 days. <laughs> that would be wild. Wild. Uh, oh, <clears throat> all right, sorry. Me and Greg were conversing. All right. So uh, we'll start with EJ on this one. If you could tell the children of the world one piece of advice, what would it be? Don't be a bitch. That's four. That's four. I think he's actually a five. Oh, my gosh. I was really worried. Fuck it. Where is the smelling sauce? I don't fear this one bit. He broke the podcast. (laughs) We weren't careful. I broke the matrix. Alright, Garrett, what about you? Uh probably and these are this is like personal experience. Be more humble, be more respectful, and work harder than you think you are. Like because everyone thinks they're working hard with something. That's kind of philosophical, but every <laughs> everyone thinks they're working hard at something, but you're not, because when you stop doing whatever that is you're working towards, you see how much more you could have done. So work harder than you than you think you need to. And be humble and respectful because that'll get you a long way. It's a way better answer than mine. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a whole lot of better. Get <laughs> those two together, you'll be unstoppable. There it is. <laughs> That's called David Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
if you could go back and give yourself uh, advice, what would it be? Uh, for Garrett, we're going to say 18 years old. Uh, EJ <laughs> only being yeah, yeah. EJ <laughs> being last week. Yeah, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I, 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 I like that. to give way EJ more. a piece let's, of advice. Let's get Garrett's first, and then we'll give EJ advice. 18-year-old Garrett? Um, Sounds like a stud. We're going to add into be more humble, more respectful, and work harder than you think you need to. That's already a given. 18-year-old Garrett should probably – man, I really don't have any regrets. Like No regrets? I don't. Love I to hear love it. it. Love to hear it. I love it. I could have done things better, obviously, but it led me to the path I'm on now. 18-year-old Garrett. I would kill 18-year-old Garrett, though, like – physically (laughs) it is crazy from like 18 to like 25 how like oh my goodness i was so soft just so soft i don't have anything what do y'all have what would y'all tell yourselves this is i'll probably agree interesting thing since ej's 19 tell 19 year old ej what would you tell 18 year old ej is six months ago right um in this case the older's we're going to give you advice. I like that. Because I was yeah. going to like tell myself, don't eat the expired pizza in the freezer or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go first, Greg? I think I'm oh, the oldest. Actually, right? I, have a, uh, I have way better advice, but I'll save it for the end. So, I mean, the advice that I give would, would give 18-year-old me is to take money that I don't think that I don't need. So, like, my discretionary income. And then I would put that in an S&P 500 index fund. It's a very boring thing. Hey, I understand that. They but say if it, if it makes ten percent a year, if you start when you're eighteen, then you're going to have eighty-eight times the amount. Eighty-eight yep. x. Yep. Heard that stat. <laughs> to add on to that, you know what you also should invest in your body, and with Move OKC, you're investing in your body all the time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Get yourself go. better. Feel better. Work better. Look better. Uh, Move we recommend Shay Sharbutt as always as our number one uh, PT therapist. You know, speaking of investing in your body, you know what I'd like to take to help my joints? Oh, I don't know. Oh! Do you have any idea what I would take to you know, help my joints just really get strong? What is this? PMP? Or uh, something like, oh, like SM- GMG SMD. protein. All right? It's collagen protein. You drink it before you do workouts. Wide. And it strengthens your joints. It just fuels your joints to grow and be strong so you can be old like JT one day. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Phenomenal. All right, so uh, little two bangers yeah. sponsored. <laughs> Back to they just made five thousand dollars off of that. <laughs> uh, not a sponsor; they're just ad reads. Ad reads. <laughs> Can't say that out loud. <laughs> Speaking of masters athletes, stems by stalker. Go get some flowers from Brian. All right, so back to advice. Advice I would give you would be buy things, don't rent things. As like because <clears> like you can always get something back out of something you buy. And you don't necessarily need, like, the biggest and best thing, but, like, if you buy a car and you own your car, you can sell that and make money to get a new car Correct. when you need one versus, like, you know, I know some people who, like, lease them or people, obviously, I know your college kid, you rent an apartment, and that's perfectly understandable. What I'm saying is, like, as soon as you can, buy a house. Buy that because then you're not just dumping that money and you're actually investing into something. Yeah. And you have a real asset a little bit down the road. I'd say with that, buy once, cry once is usually a good way of living. Yeah. So instead of buying a bunch of cheap stuff that's going to break, buy one thing that's of quality that can be repaired or will last a while, even if it costs more money. So you have to save up. You get the intrinsic value of, if I saved up to buy this expensive thing, and now it's going to last a while. Man, Greg is slanging big words. He said discretionary earlier. <laughs> he just said intrinsic. I don't even know like, what it means, but I love it. <laughs> what you got, Mossmouth? Oh, what do I got? Um, if you're not ready, I can go. Yeah, Parker, you go. Um, one of the things that I heard a while back that I thought was good is to spend your money on experiences and not things. Yeah, I like it. Cool. Yeah, I like it. I mean, some things can give you like experiences, like if it's you know like Jet a daily skis. thing. But you know, <laughs> do you really do you really need to spend four hundred dollars on a new like set of clothing, or like is that going to make your life that much different? No, yeah. no. Mine goes somewhat towards that. I, like I would it. say. I like it. 
take the opportunities that are in front of you. I mean, you're 19 years old and you have the opportunity if you want to go study abroad or do something like that because those are experience. You meet new people that you would normally never hang out with. Um, I had a buddy who was an engineer and he went off to Italy and, I mean, met people you know, in Italy that he still is in contact with. Yeah. And it's just a, a different experience that you would never get, you know, in, in, especially when you're older, you start making excuses on why you can't do stuff, you know, whether it be money or just time management. But when you're 19 years old and you have the opportunity to go to Europe, go to Asia. Yeah, you can do more. You like, can do it and, you know, there's less of a, you know, I guess you can't take off three weeks of work to go to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that in college. So take the opportunities yeah. that are in front of you. Yeah. Oh. Talking about I appreciate it. I like it. I like it. Thank you, boys. So what was your advice you had? Oh, um, for 18-year-old EJ, so about a year ago, do not live with Colin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Colin, I hope you listen to this. Does he? Who knows? <laughs> the world listens to this. I don't know what you're talking about. If you guys could compete in a pro sport other than CrossFit, what would it be? Eating for EJ. Yeah. There it is. There That's it a is. good book. You could write Eating for EJ. Oh, that. <laughs> How to bulk. Chunky. EJ memoir. Yeah. <laughs> about you? Golf. That surprised me. I would have thought you said baseball. I would have thought I would have said baseball too, but I played that. Like, I've been there, done that. I've yeah. signed the paperwork. I've tried to go play pro, but like golf, you can do forever, and those dudes are rich mm-hmm. like people just throw money at golf players you can do that forever and i still love doing that and i know tiger woods has back palms and stuff but baseball broke me at the age of 19 like <laughs> golf doesn't do that as much as other sports i do want to put on record uh, i've seen garrett play softball on the fire department intramural softball team and he was getting dangerous. just dunking on people going forever <laughs> That is fun to do. While yeah, also golf. shotgunning beers. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Golf for sure. All right. So this one's for everyone. We just started Garrett and go around the table. What's your favorite dad joke? Because somebody's going to be a dad very soon. Tyson, congrats. Oh. Me. Uh, favorite dad joke. EJ, we're going to start that off with you, I think. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. I have a couple. Are you going to let your child listen to this? No. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, I got a couple. Let's see. Um, Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? Why? Because they're so good at it. I was going to say a trunk, but I don't know. Uh, Yeah. All right, Barker. It's probably my best one. There's so many, like... That's such a hard question. Just hit us with one. I'll toss you one. I'll say one if you're not ready. Oh, okay, I'll give you one that oh, okay, I heard the other day. This isn't my favorite, but it's a good one. Um, why, or what's what's the fastest liquid? What? Milk, because it's pasteurized before you could even see it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, Greg. You know, I just really hate that we've been outsourcing all our manufacturing. All over the world, you know. I I bought a TV the other day. It said built-in antenna, and I don't even know where that is. <laughs> so this this one actually has a backstory. So my dad dunked on me with this dad joke one time, and I'll never forget it. We were in the truck driving back to Purcell from Norman. George Strait's on the radio, and he goes, he just looks at me, and goes, you know, I went to a George Strait concert once. I said, oh really? I didn't know that. That's cool. He said we had to leave early though, and I said why? And he said we had to be in Amarillo by morning. <laughs> and I never forgot it. <laughs> Jeez, I think just a, a classic I'm is uh, it. just like to go off a dad joke is like that was so punny, you know, and funny and like things like that. I think it's just such an easy joke to say. So that was mine. It's simple. It's easy. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, back to me. Why did the bicycle fall over? Why? Because it was too tired. Wow. <laughs> hey. Why'd the stadium get so hot after the game? Why? All the fans left. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> You're good, oh, dude. Boy. What's up with this? How many tentacles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, I love a good dad joke. I hate when it goes over my head, though. <laughs> yeah, the Tyson's went over my head. I was just sitting here like an idiot. <laughs> 
Zamboni. A little bit behind it. All right. So this week's question, being that it is currently the month of January, uh, what is everyone's New Year's resolutions? What do you see yourself doing this year to better yourself or worsen yourself, potentially? So answer that. Shout us out on Instagram. Answer it, listeners. Listeners, answer it. Uh, Meet Sweats Media. Yep. Alright, so we got our frog fact of the week. Shout out Tanner the Frog Foster. Ribbit. <laughs> That's so, ribbiting. This, this, this one's short. <laughs> that was funny! That was funny. Let's not jump to conclusions here. Uh, oh. oh! Hey, you're hopping mad, man. <laughs> so. Don't uh, have a croak. It's tight. Quit frogging around. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so launched by their long legs, many frogs can leap more than 20 times their body length. Many or many? Many. 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 M-A-N-Y. Okay, okay. Many. I like that fact, because I also think, also like ants and stuff, like how they can just lift like six times or whatever their body weight. I think those are such like, Andy to think, well, yeah, well. Andy <laughs> yeah. If, 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 <laughs> well, like, think if they were like. The size of a human, that just it scares me a little bit. Like so, an yeah. ant that huge just... Well, that I, goes back to like our, our question of... Oh, the uh, ducks and the... No, yeah. no, no. Would you rather be the same size as an animal and have that animal your same size? And like animals, like small animals becoming human size is terrifying. Like a, I think somebody said a penguin. Like imagine a human-sized uh-huh. penguin. Like that's terrifying. I mean, I don't know how big an emperor <laughs> penguin is, but they're pretty big. They but. are. They're like... Are they really? Yeah. It's an, it's an emperor penguin. <laughs> Speaking of ants, I heard this crazy stat the other day, and it's people always say like humans have the the largest brain to body size ratio in animal kingdom, right? It's only mammals. Next is a magpie, the bird. Like they're like geniuses. They mm-hmm. have a huge brain. Really? But then the biggest out of anything brain to body size ratio, you know what it is? Hmm. An ant. Really? Yeah. I love when people tell me stuff like that because I never fact check it and I'll tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it's true. We've been straight lying here. Well, I got that from Neil deGrasse Tyson, so. Oh, you gotta trust, trust him. Yeah. Aren't dolphins like the next, like, supposedly, like, next smartest mammal. mammal? And then it's you. Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, and thanks for all the fish. Yeah, That's yeah. such a great so book. That's thanks a good book. <laughs> oh! Plug yourself, dude. Yeah, you can. Yeah, if you want to plug yourself, plug, plug myself. EJ, I just want to know what this What? I'm the. I'm probably Garrett Wood is probably the least qualified person on this podcast so far. But EJ is the 25 and under Olympic national champion weightlifter, and I have to tell everyone that. So, that's EJ. You're here, folks. No one famous cares. person on the podcast. You're Strong. welcome, America. Yep. All right, Parker, you got any finishing questions? <laughs> finishing. He's also, DJ's also a child. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'll direct towards Garrett, and then if you got all you guys want to answer, you can. But what, as you had to do, like, what is your dream big game hunt and where? Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't care where Colorado just seems the coolest, but it's an elk hunt with a bow because I've always envisioned, envisioned like, seeing an elk bugle and, like, have the – the steam, oh, yeah. the oh, smoke, yeah. whatever you want to call it, yeah. come out. Like, yeah, that is definitely my biggest dream. My best. That was, that was perfect. I'm the spring. Yeah. What about you, Parker? Um, man, that is really hard. I know mine already. I know mine already. Probably go and do like a spot and stock, like rolling hills. Like big mule deer hunt. Um, oh yeah. They, I mean, like they have those units, like the Arizona Strip and whatnot. But I think a lot of like what attracts me to an area to hunt is is like not just the animal but the landscape. And I don't know, like elk. I think it would be totally different if I were like up close and personal with a giant elk bugling in my face. But mule deer just like for they have a they attract me more than elk do for whatever reason. I just like. This sounds so stupid, but 
their the uniqueness of like mule deers like horns and whitetails um, is more attractive to me than like like if unless they're like super non typical like every elk looks the same to me yep. and that like lessens the attraction. I think the elk though, and I mean like kind of like to add to yours is more of the experience of it. Like if you went to Oregon or if you went to you know Colorado and did the hike. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. the actual. I think that's part of it. Yes. And I think I mean part of what you would be For doing sure. is too is like the experience of like you get a group of people and you're going in, mm-hmm. and each of you on the way out, if you get one, is carrying twenty plus pounds on your back. Oh yeah, way more than yeah. twenty. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like depending on the you, group. But you saying the train though, I'm so in on you with that. Like because like Central Oklahoma, Eastern Oklahoma, Southeastern Oklahoma, those are cool to hunt, and that's what I've hunted most of my life. But like Western Oklahoma and like Rolling Hills, yeah. like that, I yeah. like that. I like being able to crest, glass, see, spot, stock. Yeah. Like I love it. That's why I was just telling Tyson that. We like just come back from Denver, and like you drive through like South, like Colorado, North New Mexico, and go through the Rattan Pass, and it is like I like I'm just like constantly driving it, but I'm like my head is on a swivel. It's like I have to look at this because like you know like there could be an elk or a yeah. deer anywhere. It's just so pretty. Like he only ran eight people off the road. <laughs> 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 One time when I was on the Air Force Academy. There was they have a herd of elk that mm-hmm. live on the academy, and I was driving down like the main road, uh-huh. and there's a big median that's probably ten yards wide, and I saw all of these. It was in the middle of the night. I saw all of these trees that I've never seen before. <laughs> what the hell? What are all these trees? And I flicked the high beams on. It's the herd of elk <laughs> just that are all just like right there, standing there. I was like, oh my god, these things are. <laughs> yeah, we, that happened to me and uh, when my family went to Arizona to go do the Grand Canyon walk, and yeah. we were driving. We rented an RV. And my dad wakes me up after doing like a ten mile hike, and he's like, "Get up, get up!" And I'm like, "Okay, what?" Turns it on the lights, and there's just a herd of elk crossing the street. Yeah. I'm like, "This is crazy." That's awesome. And it's like one buck just leaving. Yeah. Pride. yeah. Oh, what about you? The kudu. 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 The, kudu, the one with the spiral. Antlers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That'd be cool. I have another one to, to throw out here real quick to just because we're talking about hunting. I'm intrigued. So, like, you know, I'm sure I know Moss and stuff knows, but, like, when you go to, like, those islands and uh, there's three in Alaska. It's, like, Sitka, mm-hmm. like, Raspberry, and what is the other one? Um, uh, it start with a K. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, what are we hunting? Can I or. Something like uh, that. So that's what I'm about to get to. But there's three kangaroo. Um, <laughs> You'd hunt a kangaroo. You just oh, oh, there's like Kodiak. Yeah. Kodiak, yeah. The, um, there's another one. Anyway, the this is where like the the brown bear population there is like they're the largest bears in the world, and then there, there's like one brown bear for every like one or two elk there. So it's like you go, you are for sure going to have encounters with multiple brown bears Mm -hmm. like do you feel confident enough in yourself as a hundred person to like go there and go on a bow hunt like would you do that yeah absolutely not (laughs) even if i got right here the entire time it's like like, absolutely not and i think also too with like bears people have the issue of hunting a bear because you grew up with a teddy bear, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh, things like that, where you're like, uh, I don't want to kill this fuzzy little animal, and it's like, no, it will kill you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he will kill you. That's self-defense. That's, uh, Have you ever ran into a bear? No. I've had one bear experience, and it was in Ohio. It was at my <laughs> wife's grandma's house. It was at the zoo. No, it was terrible. <laughs> I was limb-lopping trees, and a bear was on the other side of this little clearing, and I turned around. I don't know why I turned around. I didn't hear anything. It wasn't doing anything. But I turned around, saw it, and they say not to run from bears. If you ever run into a bear, you're going to run from it. <laughs> I threw the limb lovers down and darted. <laughs> That's hilarious. What about you? What would you hunt? Uh, I saw a meat sweeter. Meat sweeter. Meats, uh, meat eater? Meat eater. Thank you. I had meat sweats on the brain. Meat <laughs> eater. Meat sweats. Uh, episode one where we went mule deer hunting in Idaho. And like Parker said, spot stock with the terrain. Like I've never forgot it. I've always thought that would be the coolest hunt to go do. Yeah, I think I would do bighorn sheep. Yeah, because you have to. You can only hunt a certain one. It needs to be a certain spiral mm-hmm. range at certain age, and it would just be. 
it's extremely hard and you might not even get anything and those are like a once in a lifetime tag opportunity in like alaska or something where you'd have to once in a lifetime maybe you get it maybe you don't good <laughs> that'd be awesome or like yeah. lamb lamb so it probably yeah. lamb chocolate like yeah yeah all right greg you got any questions for them you guys got any last minute plugs? Anything you got going on? Anything that you're doing in the next six months that you want to reveal? Oh, beating Brisky at the Open. Brisky. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beating Brisky at the Open. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Garrett's throwing down the gauntlet. Right. Uh, EJ's going to Austin for the fittest experience if you yeah. want to send him money for travel. Heck yeah. yeah. Parker and EJ are both going to go to semifinals this year. And Moss Mose, too. Are you going to yeah, the fittest experience? Yeah, I'm going to go watch. <laughs> 75, 75 hard Mosmo is a new Mosmo, you know. You never know. Yeah. Hard Mosmo. Hard Mosmo. Yeah. Hard Mosmo. <laughs> <laughs> right, you got anything? Uh, as always, if you want to join our little book reads, we're going to be doing something probably next week or something like that. Yeah. Fantastic uh, book so far. Been only only one person here has read the book. Love I'm the, halfway through. Give me time. Love the book. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have the book, I will read it. <laughs> yeah. Don't but have the book. Don't, yeah, well, if you want to borrow mine from Greg, you can. Okay. It's a good uh, book. Read. Love the part where they run with okay. the beer. Yeah. Love that part. Well, <laughs> as always, answer the question on our Instagram or just talk to one of us. We'll we'll shout you out. Uh, and uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Share the podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Why? <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. This was a Meat Sweats Media production.